The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Yes, I am sick. Thank you for asking. Sick of having winning weeks. Uh, it's it's the best best show. Joining me to break down week 18, the final week of the regular season. My goodness gracious. Hard to believe we're already here at the finish line for the regular season. Joining me to talk about best bets for this week, Pete Briscoe and RJ White. What's up, fellas? What's up, boys? Um... Good news out of uh, Buffalo, uh, I guess out of Cincinnati technically, but in the related to the Buffalo and Cincinnati uh, game from Monday night, DeMar Hamlin um, apparently improving uh, from a um, from a medical standpoint, uh, reportedly been like gripping, uh, been like squeezing, or well, gripping hands. Kyer Elam said he's awake. Yeah, he's awake. I mean, like really great news. Uh, I think I think the family said that um, neurologically they're hopeful. I, I don't want to I don't want to put word, but I think the there's. There's optimism about the neurological standpoint and still some concern about um, some lung, uh, possible lung damage. But um, all in all, you know, certainly much better news over the past couple of weeks. We don't know yet um, whether they're going to play the game. It does sound like it's trending towards they're not going to play the game. Um, and then what they're going to do about the playoffs, which is going to – it's crazy. Um, it's just – it's like some of the scenarios being thrown out there, and I think Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk has been the, the primary um, – rabble rouser or whatever or, or rumor monger about the very various playoff like so i mean they're gonna do like they're gonna like add an eighth team in the afc <laughs> like what are we doing here it's crazy what's the what's the weirdest one you've heard pete well that's not weird i think this the sanest one is just go by the you know your percentage winning percentage and then if they play if any of those three teams play in a championship game do it at a neutral site and just to if clarify, I wanted to say real quick, the Hamlin news, everybody watching on YouTube live would, you know, that's where we are right now. People listening to the podcast tomorrow, Friday, uh, tomorrow for us might have some different news. Um, yeah. Just, you know, we don't know cool. at this point. Yeah, it's, it's Thursday I, at one o'clock. When we, when Thursday we at one o'clock. Yeah, everything yeah, was trending, trending positively based on what we heard this morning. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, and and if and if they, but why not play them? Okay, if it's the Bengals and the Bills in the title game, you could play that in a neutral site. If it's sure. the in Indianapolis, could be the neutral site for the Bengals and the Chiefs, or Indianapolis could be the new. I mean, uh, St. Louis could be the neutral site somewhere. You could find a way to play them on a neutral site because if you want to take that away from it, there's no way you can play that game and make it fair to the loser of that game. You guys agree? Yeah. Because if you even if you moved them out a week and that you sound like a robot right name, now. I do. Yeah. Pop out and come back in. Um. Well, it's like it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird for every, anyone if you play the game. So it's just hard to to determine what you do at this point. To you know, it's not really fair. Is kind of like for someone, it's not going to be fair. Whatever you do, even if you right. don't play the game, so it's just some. So you have to. What's the what's the best way to handle this moving forward um, and to make it as equal I, as I, possible? I kind of like the idea of play the game next week. Like you play week eighteen, play week eighteen and see how, see how things pan out, and then. And then make a decision about what you want to do with the with the Bills Bengals game. Play it after Week 18 if if if, if it looks like it would be necessary to f- determine the standings. And then do NFC Wild Card, or do NFC Wild Card plus Bills Bengals Bills, and then AFC Wild Card. NFC teams get a week off, and then you just re rack the divisional round and skip the, the the break between the championships and the Super Bowl. But I mean, there's no great solution here. It's it's going to be an, it's going to be a I, I don't. I don't know if it'd be an asterisk attached to it. I mean, certainly you have to explain like what the difference. So is. the Super Bowl champ would have a week off. I mean, the NFC champ would have a week off before the Super Bowl. No, two weeks. They, off? No, 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 they no, no, get their no, no. week off um, yeah, early before the divisional that. rounds. Yeah, they get the week off while the AFC is having its wild card game because the wild card games for the AFC would be and, pushed back. A and week. then you would have both the AFC and NFC divisional rounds. When we're supposed to play the championship round, we would have yep. the division. So round. you would be a wild card. Say you win your wild card game, then you get a bye week. Correct. Yes. If you are in the NFC, yes. And you would have a bye week. Bef- I mean, there's no great solution. Like what? What if? I mean, what happens if? What happens if they expand the AFC playoff bracket to eight teams and the eighth team wins the Super Bowl? Like that is you guys have explained me that. That's it. That's stupidity. That one's stupid. Like you can't just add an eighth winning team. Percentage, winning percentage winning percentage is, is is much more rational than adding an eighth team. Yeah. I'm I'm just a little surprised, and we'll move on in a second. I'm just a little surprised that they don't want to I'm surprised that and I, I understand why that the, the Bills and the Bengals don't want to play the game. I get I get that. I'm surprised the NFL doesn't the NFL, I mean, look, look at 2020, man. Like they they want they want you to play, they want to play every game. They want to play every game every year. And I'm just surprised that they they're not trying to find a way to play this game. Okay, but if, if don't know like the right now the Bengals they're division winners if they don't play that game right no matter what happens in the Ravens game they well, win the is, are you giving so a don't tie don't you think before they play don't you think before they play that game that they should know that right absolutely you've got you, you've got to make a determination before these weekends games go off what you're doing and I think JJ said he expects that to come no later than tomorrow. Um, yeah. uh, tomorrow being Friday because the, because the Bengals can rest their players if they think that they're going to have to play in a wild card game and they've already won the division. Like, like if, if they're like, we're not playing the game, you you guys both get a tie, I guess. 
Or are the Bengals going to win? Like, how does that? How does it work? No, well, you don't play the game. You just don't award the tie. You're just doing it by win percentage, obviously, like you're saying. So it's just right. Well, two two teams play play a 16 game schedule. Oh, but because then games. the because the Bengals couldn't finish. Worst case, they'd be 11 and five, and the Ravens. Would be the, on, the only way for the Bengals to lose the division <laughs> oh, right. would have been for them to lose to the Bills, and then Ravens Bengals would have been for the so division. A no contest. The Bengals would still win the division because they have one less loss than the Ravens. Correct. Right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, in so other the words, Bengals, the Bengals' only loss of the whole thing would be the chance to have the number one seed, which was remote, anyways. Correct. The Chiefs would have to lose. They had to beat or the, the two Bills. seed. Yeah, the Chiefs have to or lose the two seed. seed. Yeah. Okay. They weren't getting the one seed. Yeah. You think? Import- I mean, anything's possible, but so I think the only the only way to do it the right way is to do it by winning percentage, and then if you had the two, any of those teams play each other in the championship game, put it on neutral field. Okay. Um, I, 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 by the way, Kansas, if Kansas and, and Buffalo play, I'm all for it being inside Indianapolis. That would be, <laughs> be a better game. You don't, you, game. you don't want to cover it for HQ outside? No, because uh, I, don't, I don't like games that are wrecked by the weather. Wrecked by the weather. Sold softy. Y'all, Lauderdale softy. My my solution to the whole thing is don't play the Bills Bengals game. Have Chris Trapasso versus John Breach in a in a field goal off to decide who uh, who who gets the one. Oh, all right, yeah. I, I like that, but let's um let's expand it just a little bit. Trapasso and Breach do the punt pass uh, the it's the punt pass kick challenge. So you start on the you start on the goal line of a of a full hundred yard field. You punt the ball as far as you can. You don't get any rollout. Wherever the ball lands, you go there, and then you throw the ball as far as you can, and then you, you go to wherever the ball lands, no rollout, and then you have to kick a field goal from there. And like it would be because then we get to find out how far a breach can kick it, and we get to far how far how far a breach can throw it, and we get to watch both of them miss fifty-five yard field goals, maybe like sixty-five yard field goals. And no, note that I nominated Trapasso for this instead of me because I want the Bills to win. So. <laughs> I, I do not want to be involved in this. How did Bre- Breach's dad was an NFL kicker? How come he never learned how to do it? <laughs> Breach claims that he made. Oh, so you know that Breach claims that he. This is this is like the biggest lie he's ever told. And he like he, he's like he's like well the newspapers were all destroyed the articles were all destroyed. He was a D- Division three punter before he transferred to Miami of Ohio, and he claims that on a on a on a snap that went over his head. He ran around and grabbed the ball and like then threw a 40-yard touchdown pass. I threw a 55-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, okay. How far did it go in the air? Where are the air yards? Uh, Probably 35. 55! But B... B, How did you have that, Billy? Great job. My goodness. Why didn't he he kick? What's the matter with him? I've never asked him that. Why were you not... Your dad's a kicker. You think he would teach you how to kick. I think he tried. He couldn't. He's not very good at it. It's the great shame of his life. It really should be. Oh, no, it is. Like, it is. Like, I, I, jo- I joked about it with him before, and he's like, it is the great shame of my life. I was like, oh, my and, bad. And Trapasso's never kicked kicked anywhere, right? What, what do you uh, if he lost that contest to Trapasso, it'd be humiliating. Oh, yeah. All right, we got some football we got to talk about. Should probably get to it, huh? A lot of games to cover, but a lot of uh, in uncertainty as we go in, more, more so than in any other week 18. So going to be a little bit light for me on the best bet side, just in that sense, not trying yeah. to sandbag a bit and, and and hold my lead over Peter. Or anything. Just, how many best bets do you have, RJ? I have three. There, there's, there's, 
No, there are, there's no other real... picks I wanted to make, but I just couldn't because like wanted to back the Lions. But how do you make them a best bet when when they could be uh, eliminated at 30 minutes before their game starts or 45 minutes before the game starts? So it's, it's I mean, 25 hard. minutes. Yeah, I think like for, right. For instance, with you know when you're betting on this weekend, make sure you now. I think there are a couple key things. Like one, and, and the Bills is a, is a bad example because of their current circumstances, but we've seen in the past where even the Bills had a spot clinched, Sean McDermott was willing to go aggressively after a division opponent and snuff them out of the playoffs. Like they punked 50 on the Dolphins with, with Josh Allen playing some of the backups. Uh, Andy Reid loves to bench these guys if, you know, if he's locked into a certain spot. Um, so, you know, you need to know, you need to be aware of the trends that coaches do. Um, you know, be aware of you know certain uh, milestones for contractual reasons for various players. There's all there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it. Of course, playoff stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that like whoever's got the most motivation to win is 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 the best guarantee. But we look at this first game: Chiefs at the Raiders. Chiefs minus nine and a half, a total of fifty two and a half. The um, again, what we need to, we don't know what the deal is with the Bills and the Bengals yet. Um, if Bills and Bengals is no contest pete do the chiefs win the one seed with the a victory here i clearly am not yeah so, yes yeah yes. they're right yeah yeah, yeah. so in other yeah. words be careful with the raiders here that's what we're saying right yeah i would be careful with the raiders I, I don't look when i look at this game i think it's going to get a little loose um so i yeah i don't think i mean nine and a half is a big number but can, now there's tape on Jared Stidham. You know, everybody said, oh, look at Brady. Well, now there's tape on him. And guys like that. And they, they schemed up some really good stuff for him last week. I give him credit um, against a good defense. But I think that this game's going to get really loose. So I'm going to take the over 52 and a half as, as a best bet. Okay. I am not afraid to take the Raiders. I'm taking a best bet on the Raiders plus nine and a half. It's the same line as the San Francisco Vegas line last week, but now we know the Vegas offense has a pulse with Stidham. There is tape out there, but we all know, but we've seen that it's not a complete disaster and they did scheme up some stuff. Vegas's offense had 500 yards, 7.6 yards per play against the best defense in the NFL and Stidham wow. top 10 yards per attempt in that game. I mean, that at some point, you know, that, that has something to do with talent. Like you're not going to have bad quarterbacks doing that against the best defense in the NFL. Kansas City's defense reverted back to struggling. They gave up 24 against Denver uh, for the second time in three, four weeks, whatever. I think the back door is open here. If we need a cover on the Raiders uh, late uh, and they're down 14, we can get it. Vegas nearly won in Kansas City earlier in the season. Um, I don't think motivation is a factor for the Raiders. I think they want to go out with a win. I mean, McDaniels might be coaching for his job. We just don't know with that situation, with how how poorly they performed earlier in the year. Um, And benching, Derek Carr gave the rest of the team a reason to quit. They're like, we're not playing Carr, we're playing Stidham. Uh, But they showed up. So I don't, I think they'll be motivated here. I think they'll play well. I don't think the Chiefs have been playing well enough to be nine and a half point favorites on the road against a solid divisional team. Yeah, Chiefs are Chiefs are like Chiefs. I guess spread record the last like eight weeks is like one and seven or something like that. They've been terrible against the spread. I mean, man, still what is what a, what a weird revelation Stidham was against the 49ers. I mean, that you can't like you. I mean, you can't write down some of the stuff that's at like if you wrote down some of the stuff that would happen this season. And told somebody before the season started, there there is a lot of no. stuff that people just would not believe, including J- Derek Carr being benched for financial reasons so they can move on from him, probably to go get Tom Brady. But then all of a sudden, Tom Brady's former backup, Jared Stidham, looks incredible for Josh McDaniels. So maybe he's the guy if he plays his ass off for the next two weeks uh, or he's next like week. The, I guess. the third best quarterback in the AFC West somehow over <laughs> Russell Wilson and, and <laughs> yeah, Derek Carr. Right. Yeah. Right. Jared, Jared Stidham. 
Yeah, I mean, my God, Russell Wilson just absolute trash. So much stuff that people would not believe. Uh, no best bet for me in this game. I um, I would I would lean towards the Chiefs, but nine and a half is way too many points. Instead, I will move on to the Titans and Jaguar Jag- Jaguars, as John Breach likes to say. Now six and a half, Jacksonville at home, division on the line. Winner is the winner. Winner takes down the um, AFC South. If the Titans win, the Jaguars can still get into the playoffs as a wild card, the seventh seed. Now, Lord only knows there could be an eighth seed, apparently, in the AFC, which means the Jaguars would, if, even with a loss, would have a very good chance of getting in. Um, if the Jaguars lose and the Steelers lose and the Patriots lose and the Dolphins lose, the Jaguars would still get in as a wild card, I believe. Total here yes. of 40, Pete. Uh, history in this series is terrible as it relates to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I've witnessed a bunch of them. Normally, I would take the Titans in this spot. I took the Titans when they played them up in Nashville, and I was wrong. But this Titans team, as constructed, is awful. And I'm talking about the offensive line. My gosh, they're down. They have one starter from the season who's playing. It's Aaron Brewer, and he weighs about 280 pounds. The rest of them are guys, some, two of those guys, one of them they picked up off the street. They're bad on the offensive line. And I think that shows up here. I think Lawrence is rolling. I was an idiot. I took the Texans last week. Um, I'm not taking Titans this week. I'm taking Jacksonville minus the points. Best bet. I like Pete's pick. I almost made it a best bet, too. My thinking was that the line could come down. It feels like the Sharps want to take the Titans here, being a well-coached team, getting healthier on both sides of the ball, particularly on the defensive side. They've been very, very you know, banged up on the defensive side. Um, so if they show up with a lot stronger core, um, maybe they're able to hold the Jaguars' offense down a little bit, keep this a lower-scoring game that the Titans are able to cover. The stats for Josh Dobbs looked okay versus Dallas, but they prepared for a quarterback who can't pass. And when you go into that game thinking you're going to face Malik Willis and then the day of it's a so Josh Dobbs is the quarterback and he throws 39 passes. It's a very different situation from what you're you're, pl- you're planning for. And even in that sense, Tennessee had just one drive longer than 45 yards, so it's not like the offense was amazing. Um, a healthier Tennessee defense earlier in the season couldn't stop Lawrence, like you're saying in week 14. I think Jacksonville could score plenty in this game if if, if Vrabel isn't able to scheme up anything with um, the healthier defense. So we'll see in that sense. I didn't put it in best bet because I thought I'd get a lower number. I still hope to get a lower number, but Pete, Pete did a good job locking in at six and then it moved to six and a half now. Uh, I'll take a best bet on six. Jaguars minus six. I, I mean, I don't mind it at six and a half. Obviously, you prefer the six. Um, Jackson, look, this is my Jaguars. These are my Jaguars. I picked them to win the division before the season for the website. No, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the country that did that. Only NFL media member who did it. I can't, I can't die now. I got to ride this Jaguars team. Trevor Lawrence. You did it to be contrarian. You didn't. Really I did it because I thought they were going to win the division, and here they are. Because the Colts stink and the Titans stink. That's why I did it. I didn't do it to be contrarian. I did it because believe. Yeah. I believe in Duval. My brother's actually going down to this game randomly. He's a Jacksonville fan. He's a Jacksonville fan. It's weird. My, you know, my, my grandparents are from Jacksonville. My mom's from Jacksonville. So my brother just decided to adopt the Jaguars. And as it turns out, maybe a better move than being a Panthers fan growing up. Finally, Vaselli asked me the other day on the radio show if uh, how much it would cost they would take to get me up there to do in the playoffs to do Duval. Like to go up <laughs> on the, the like, game on like the yeah you know you go uh, up on the podium and do Duval. I go there's not enough money in the world that made me do. Hey, can Vaselli hook up any, any any anything at the game for my for my brother my my cousins? They're all going. Uh, no, not at this late <laughs> hour. Probably. What do you want? 
What do you want? You should ask me these things like early in the week, and I might be able to help you. Probably, you probably should ask you. Thursday. The other consideration why makes me a little give gave me a little bit of pause taking the Jaguars is that they only get six days of rest and Tennessee gets played Thursday. So they get like nine. I mean, I don't know how that's fair. Why not? And they didn't play the starters. So like the starters get like four, like 21 well, days. Why not play this game on Sunday night? At least give Jacksonville a normal week of rest before you, you go out and you try to win the division. So I don't know. But that it, could it, work out to their advantage though, in the long run, because then they'll have the extra day of rest. If they play the chargers or the, when they play the charge, if they win and play the chargers, the Ravens. Right. Because but that's, that no matter what, be- no matter what, they will be the first game on Saturday. There'll be normal rest up. there, yeah. And since 2010, the AFC South team has played the first game all but two years. Last year was one because the Titans got a bye because they won the division. And 2014, what was the year that the Panthers had were 7-8-1 and one and made 20, the postseason? Oh, uh, 26. 16 or 2014. That's the only two years the AFC South has not played the first game since 2010. So they'll get a little bit of an advantage in terms of rest from that standpoint from who they play next week. So it kind of evens out a little bit. Um, Jaguars, best bet. Let's go. Let's ride Duval. Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals minus seven over under here, 41 and a half. Um, again, it, it's pretty hard to bet this game without knowing what is going to happen with the Bengals and Bills game. Because if they cancel the Bengals and Bills game, then the Bengals will have – well, so – and you also have to know what the outcome of the, the Chiefs game is, right? Because if the Chiefs lose to the Raiders and they cancel the Bengals and the Bills game, well, then the Bills will get the, the Chiefs, one seed that they win. Oh right, God. the Chiefs could – well, the Bengals could not get the number one seed if they cancel the Bills-Bengals game. The best they can get to is number two okay. um, if if it works out for them, but they can't pass the Bengals in that sense. Yeah, they would the, be the number two. They could get to number two, what, if they win – And the Chiefs lose. If that game's canceled and then, and then the Chiefs lose or the Bills lose. But I, I also lose. think it's, I also think it's possible that we see – if they cancel the Bengals and Bills game and the, and the Bengals therefore win the division, like guaranteed to win the division going into this game, one, that this line is going to come down because I think you're going to see a less motivated Cincinnati team. And I also think it's possible there was some rumor like somebody, some apparently Bengals fans, Bengals, excuse me, Bengals players had even like discussed maybe not playing this week. Like some of them, like I think there's a chance you see some guys who just want to need a week off or like shook and that's fine. man. But, okay. But now you go three weeks without playing. It, it's, it's a really weird situation. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't think there's any good. Look, I got, I don't, it's a hard game. I didn't want to lay seven, uh, but I, I'll lay. I took the Bengals in a teaser, even if they do rescue some guys, because I don't. I think this Ravens offense is awful right now, Pretty the bad. way it is, and so I think they'll hang around any, maybe even win it. But so I'm gonna. I'm gonna take Bengals as part of the teaser minus one. And then this game could have repercussions for the Chargers game, which had a big swing, um, which we'll talk about later. But uh, it seems like if the Ravens lose this game, the Chargers are locked in and they don't have to play starters. So that that line swung there. But if the Bengals don't feel like they need to go all out in this game and the Ravens win it, then all of a sudden the Chargers game is back into play. So very weird situation there happening. Baltimore's offense has a low ceiling if Lamar isn't playing, as we expect again. But coaching and defense can be a bad team since he is one of the best team in the league if they're trying. I think they can definitely score enough to cover here. Their offense is built around the pass game where the Baltimore defense is the weakest and since his defense typically strong against the run so that's a bad matchup for the baltimore offense um also worried about the afc north factor playing low scoring afc north games but um i think you know it's key to know what's going to happen with that since bills game before you do anything with this one 
Yep, agree completely. Can't, I don't have a best bet on this. Um, you just you have to know. You have to know. Are they, are they playing for the division here? Or are they not? Because if they are, then you maybe you laid the seven. Uh, if not, it's it's just a tough game to back. Jets minus one at the Dolphins over under thirty eight and a half. Gross, Pete. But this game matters for the playoffs. It does matter for the playoffs, and it's almost looks like it's going to be Skylar Thompson. I mean, or Mike Glennon. Don't come on. Did Why you, would you play you Mike, Mike Glennon? Said about Mike Glennon. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Like, what heard do you it. like about Mike Glennon? He's like his name. We're built the same. Look about the yeah. same. <laughs> By the way, did you see the report from Armando Salguero that said that Mike McDaniel could be in trouble for what if he doesn't win? That would be crazy. That would be real crazy. That'd be crazy. But uh, I think Miami finds a way to win this game. You know, it's one thing to play to knock off your rival, like everybody's talking about the Jets, but it's another thing to play to get in. I think they can make it easy on whoever plays quarterback, get the ball to those playmakers, and run the ball. The Jets haven't been great against the run. Their defense is really good, but they're not great against the run. Um, so I, I think Miami will find a way to win this game and cover. I'll take him as part of the te- a teaser, another teaser. With the teaser with the Bengals, I'll close it out. Plus seven. I'll take plus seven with Miami. Yeah, I kind of want to back Miami too. I think this line might go up a little bit more once it is confirmed that Skylar Thompson is playing. So um, I'm going to wait for that and hopefully get like plus two and a half for the Dolphins. And if I want to tease, maybe tease at that point. Um, but I think the Dolphins might be the right play. It's a tough spot for the Jets. Travel cost, cross country to Seattle, lose get eliminated from the playoffs, travel home, travel back to then travel to Miami for this game um, that you're probably not completely hundred percent invested in because it's not going to help you uh, make the playoffs because you're out. Even then the jets, even the jets defense struggle versus Seattle wasn't just the offense struggling all but two Seattle drives ended in jets territory. Maybe it's just a bad matchup for the jets because uh, Seattle and Pete Carroll there, but I don't know if they get up for this one. Um, so yeah, if, if Thompson is ruled the, the starter and it goes up two and a half, we also have to look at the rest of the injuries Miami's dealing with. I believe uh, Taron Armstead, Still, still, still a factor. Bradley Chubb missing practice, so we'll see if those guys can play. But I agree with Pete; they can run the ball. They can still do a little bit in the passing game with their weapons. And um, if the Jets' hearts aren't in it, I think the Dolphins win this one at home. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would tend to agree with that. And I think you do need to wait for the quarterback situation. No best bet for me there. Um, I am going to set you up for this best bet, Pete, and jump out very quickly. I think I'm worried the audio thing might be coming from my fault, and um, I'll be right back. But the next game. On the list, Browns at Steelers. Steelers minus two and a half over under of 40, BRB. Yeah, look, I liked what I saw from Pickett in that final drive, but they were, and they ran the ball well against the Ravens, um, and their defense played well. So, and they're still alive. But I'm going to take the Browns in the teaser. I, I think the Browns were better, have been better on defense recently, and they haven't played good offenses, but this isn't a good offense either. Um, and, and I think Deshaun Watson was a little bit better last week. I think they're going to play well here. It's, they hate these teams, hate each other, and they hate the Steelers. They'd love to knock them out of the playoffs. Uh, I know motivation's on the side of the Steelers, but I'm going to tease the Browns up and take eight and a half in a teaser. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good look. These AFC North teams are playing these low-scoring close games, so it, I think you're spot on that it's probably going to stay within eight either way, so it's a good to have them in the teaser. I made it a best bet on Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Uh, both these teams, and not just because of the motivation factor, both these teams want to run the ball. Pittsburgh's defense fourth in rush yards per play, while Cleveland's defense is 25th. Um, Pittsburgh is typically a little worse against the pass, but then they they got T.J. Watt back in their pass defense has all of a sudden gotten better. You know, Surprise, surprise, when you can rush the passer 
um, your your pass defense is going to play a little bit better. So um, Pittsburgh's second in, in, in interception rate, even with their their yards for play number being down against the pass. So I think they can make Deshaun Watson pay for his mistakes. Cleveland's win since Watson took over. He said oh, they haven't played anybody. They played Kyle Allen at quarterback. Uh, Huntley, Tyler Huntley, and Carson Wentz. I mean, that's that's about as bad as you can get in terms of your wins. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense three straight def, um, three straight games under 250 yards. Won all three of those games. They've had six straight under 310 yards allowed. They're five and one in those games. Defense is playing really well at this point. Cleveland's offense is not dynamic enough for for me to uh, think that they're going to score a ton of points here. Cleveland is motivated. Avoid the 10 loss season. Match last year's record, um, even with the quarter, you know, having to play a backup quarterback for most of the year, and uh, then maybe knock the Steelers out of the playoffs. So, so I'm not going to question Cleveland's motivation in this game. Um, if Pickett could play well for four quarters, I mean, Pittsburgh would be a dangerous playoff team considering the defense they have and their ability to run the ball. But it just seems to only come on like with with half of the fourth quarter left, and all of a sudden he can go out and win a game. So, if we can get a four quarter game from Pickett in this game, I think the Steelers could win by a decent margin. And even if we can, I think they can win by three. That was good timing, wasn't it? Um, I was stretching. Thank you. Sorry, I was I had to re- <laughs> I didn't move a bunch of cords around. It, it, well, we'll see if it happens. You, Pete, you sound like a robot. You sound like a robot. I was trying to help you out here. Um, well, it wasn't me, was it? It was you. Well, maybe it was. But we'll find out. Do I sound like a robot now? Do I sound like a robot now? No, it was coming in and out, but it's having to RJ too. So that made me think it's probably me. Sometimes my roadcaster, it's a long story. Nobody cares about it. Uh, I got nothing here. Browns. Is, uh, I I think the Steelers making the playoffs is fun as hell. Like that idea. Like I like that idea. Like the idea of like the Mike Tomlin just another winning season. Steelers make the playoffs. Uh, Who actually, would be you know the eighth team? If, I'll take if the Steelers as the best bet. Why? Wait. Why is it only two and a half? Who would be the eighth team if if they play that out? Let's just say um, if Miami wins, they're the seven. And if New England loses to Buffalo, which we think well, let's, will happen. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's pick the, the – the, so all right, we're going to say Chiefs win, Jaguars win, uh, Bills beat the Patriots, right? Or yeah. Patriots. You want to get the – okay. Uh, Bengals win. Colts, Texans, doesn't matter. Jets or – Jets or Dolphins? Miami wins. Miami wins. Miami wins. So Miami's the So it would probably be the Steelers if they win. My, it would, would Steelers, Steelers Miami would be the seven and then – Pittsburgh Steelers would be eight, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Wouldn't that be wild? What if this, what if Kenny Pickett like kicked out, like Kenny Pickett won a Super Bowl as the eighth seed? The only year that an so eight seed it, ever. In happened. that scenario, if they added the eighth seed, then then Pittsburgh would go play Kansas City. That's not me. You just went robot again. It's you. You and your AirPods. That's where we're gonna get smoked by Kansas City. All right, I'll I'll take uh, the I'll take the Steelers the best bet. Give me Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett's playing hot right now. Um, next up, the Panthers at the Saints. Saints minus three and a half. Looks like it's actually going to move towards three, potentially. Panthers plus three, minus one, three and a half, minus 120 on Caesars over under 42 here, Pete. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints as the best bet. I like what their defense, and they're not playing great quarterbacks either, but uh, I like what their defense is doing. They had six sacks last week, got after the quarterback. And Carolina, they had that game. They blew it, and now they're just done. They're finished. They, they're pitching for their coach, which I doubt is going to happen. Uh, and so I think the Saints at home with that defense, the way it's playing, will be able to limit what the Panthers do. I'll take the Saints as a best bet. You, you believe that uh, Harbaugh would go to Carolina? No, I th- I've heard that that's coming from Harbaugh's camp. In order to drive up his interest in other teams? Or yeah. Other teams? Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. 
Yeah, I think Carolina almost certainly have a new coach, new quarterback. It's going to be harder for them to get up for this game than New Orleans. New Orleans could close with four straight wins, finish just one game behind last year where they had Sean Payton. Um, they could avoid a 10-loss season, finish 8-9. and nine. All that feels kind of important for motivation on their end. Uh, but both teams eliminated last week, so it's hard to gauge exactly who's going to show up for this game. Carolina torched by Tampa Bay's pass game with Horn out, and New Orleans is sixth in pass yards for play. So I think New Orleans could get it done here. I'm not surprised people don't want to lay it with the hook with New Orleans, considering these teams have questionable motivation on both sides but if he gets to three i'm gonna like i'm probably gonna like new orleans if if there was an eighth seed in the afc would they have to do an eighth seed in the nfc right they would right why yeah that's i don't which is why i don't think it's gonna happen it would be insanely advantageous for the number one seed in the nfc if you went to eight seeds in the afc like one one team would just one team just gets an extra week of rest in the playoffs but if you um if you're getting i mean by the time that you play that team in the the Super Bowl on the AFC side, you're getting an extra week of rest. I mean, you're getting the rest too before the Super Bowl because you're not resetting the playoff schedule. Oh, in the eight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah, that's true. All right. This is just something else. Just play the game or don't play the game, whatever. Um, Commanders. I got no best bet here. Don't want to mess with this. Panthers. What a, what a train wreck. They had that game won. They had the division one. Just rotate a safety over to Mike Evans, guys. Like, it's not that hard. Commanders. Cowboys minus seven at Commanders. Over under 41 here, Pete. By the way, I had um, the Panthers as one of my picks, one of my best bets. And it was my best bet for the week when we do this picks show. And I sat there and I said, he's going to turn it over here sure as I'm sitting here. And the very first play he got hit, Sam Darnold turned it over and led the points. Indeed. So. Bad one. Uh, yeah, look, I look at this game and Sam Howell starting, and I like Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell should have been playing a lot sooner, but they thought they had some – I don't know what they did with Carson Wentz. But I think the Cowboys' defensive line will get all over Sam Howell in this game. That offensive line in Washington has been awful lately, and I think that's going to be an issue. So I'll lay the seven with the Cowboys. I think uh, they cover this number. And it's all because their defensive front gets after uh, Sam Howell and, and causes some turnovers in short field. Yeah, the, the their defense was kind of banged up for that Tennessee game. We'll see how healthy they are coming into here. I mean, I thought they would play better in that Tennessee game considering the opponent. Um, it's hard to have faith in Ron Rivera after starting Wentz and then that playoff question debacle. Um, so I, I don't know what we're going to see with this team. Dallas trying to win a division, playing on extra rest, and Washington has no home field advantage. I should like Cowboys here. I think the Washington offense could look a little different with Howell's mobility. Um, so I don't know. The Dallas defense knows that they're playing him, but they don't have really much tape to go with, um, as opposed to last week where they didn't know who they were playing. You know, they switched the quarterbacks on them the day of. Um, so no point. Dallas doesn't get any extra points for winning a blowout here. So maybe if they're up big, they might get the chance to rest some players in the second half and Washington backdoor cover. I would lean to Washington plus seven. It looks like the line wants to go down a little bit. Um, but if it gets to six and a half, I'm d- I don't want to touch Washington. I might even look the Cowboys at that point. So uh, I'm going to roll with what I call the Zeke corollary here. Shout out to my good friend, Zeke Honeycutt. Um, uh, godso- godfather to my son. I'm godfather to his son. Best friends for a long time. Zeke, an NC State fan, is firmly of the belief that Sam Howell is going to come to this game going to play unbelievably well and end up becoming the biggest sports star in, in, in D.C. where Zeke lives and where he has to live with – same how I went to Carolina. So um, I, I, will take the, uh, I will take the commanders plus seven as the best bet out of, out of the Zeke principle. And because, you know like, – I think Sam Howell is going to be awesome. I think Sam Howell is going to be good in this game. I think Sam Howell is going to end up being a good quarterback. 
I do too. He's a good. I, I can't believe he fell as far as he did. Like the Panthers are idiots for not taking him instead of Matt Corral. But that, I just didn't hear there. They true. I think maybe the worst thing for Washington is if he looks really good in this game, and then they think they have their quarterback, and they don't bring in. You know, they don't prioritize the quarterback position. Get Derek Carr in the offseason. Yeah. Here's one I can't figure out. Did Taylor Heineke really say to start Sam Howell? Did he? No did way. you read that? No. He's like, don't. don't. I read like, that. Play Sam Howell. Well, I mean, maybe he wants to give the kid, give, let the kid, give the kids a run. <laughs> what the hell? You gotta play as much as you can. I, that can't be real, right? I mean, I did you? You did not see that? Did you guys not see? That? I didn't see a, that. Somebody had a report that he said to play. Let him play Sam Howell, and I, I can't imagine that's true. I tried to I wonder find if other he has people. a. Uh... A bonus clause in his um in his contract that says if I get sacked less than twenty times this season I get X amount of money and he's at like seventeen and he's like yeah play Sam Al <laughs> I, mean, well, I don't want to face this, this doubt I didn't I, I didn't see that there yeah oh right, here it is um let's see here's the report uh wait Heineke told the coaches it should be rookie Sam Howell instead as Heineke felt that Howell was deserving of playing a full game <laughs> what the hell was he doing. The hell are you doing? Heineke, who had received the cases that he was in line to start, believed Howell was deserving of a full game and relayed that to coaches. What is he doing? Wow. I mean, he must be very confident. Rob Rivera was like, it was like reported. It was like, it's going to be Heineke starting. Then Rob Rivera was like, out of nowhere, it was like, we're starting Sam Howell. But, but what, if you're Taylor Heineke, why would you not want to play? It's so not like you're a 14 year veteran who's got all this tape and then you you're proof to everybody that you can be the starting quarterback for him. Go play. Right. But so to my earlier point, like I hope they don't get completely sold on Sam Howell at this game and not bring in competition. Maybe Taylor Heineke is like, listen, if he has a great game, maybe they go into the next season, which is me and in Howell. And I have a lot better chance winning the starting job versus a uh, Sam Howell than a uh, Derek Carr or somebody else they would bring in. I want to play. I want to play. This is maybe, that's, maybe, that's a bad maybe, that's a bad sign. I don't get it. Maybe Taylor Harry would, <laughs> would you ever do that? I would never do that. Never. No, we know you wouldn't. You wouldn't either. Well, I'm a good teammate. I might. Yeah, let me let me see. I haven't started many games in my NFL career, but you know what? I'll give one up to let a kid play. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The dumbest thing. I've been around this league a long time. That's you think it's the thing. single dumbest thing you've ever heard in covering the maybe, NFL? Well, maybe he do not want to play. Maybe Sam Howell makes him the uh, presenter at his Hall of Fame speech. By the way, uh, Demar, just uh, you know, it's, it's one thirty, one forty p.m. on um on on Thursday. But the, the University of Cincinnati is giving an update. Or the University of Cincinnati Hospital is giving an update on Demar uh, Hamlin. This is from Dr. Timothy Pritz. Uh, he's made substantial improvement. It appears his neurological condition and function is intact. We are very proud to report that. This marks a very, really, a really good turning point in his ongoing care. So, uh, anyway, yes. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, more football games to talk about. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okie doke. Moving along. I can find my place in the rundown. I'm I'm hopped up on, uh, there we go, Giants and Eagles. Eagles minus 14. Uh, again, I don't think we know. It's hard to pick here because you don't really know what's going on with uh, Jalen Hurts. Limited at practice. Seems like he's a possible, possibly could play. They need to win. It's a must-win game. Uh, Brian Dable said he's not going to rest his guys in this game for the for the Giants, which is kind of surprising, Pete. Well, he's changed his mind on that about three different times this week, hasn't he? Yeah, he said that early in the week, and then I was I believe the last thing was like we'll evaluate, we'll figure it out on Friday, essentially. So it's that people right. were thinking he might, but the line didn't move. I think the line anticipates they're sitting guys all the whole time. Look, I take the if, if Minshew plays. I take the Giants all day at 14 if, if, uh, because he's bad. If um, Jalen Hurts plays, it, it, depending on what is he? I mean, can he run? I mean, that, I, mean yeah. I know he has a shoulder injury. Will he run? I mean, that's concerning. You, do you want to put him in, in a situation where he's got to run in the, before the postseason? I mean, so I'm, I'd take the Giants if I had to pick it at 14. I'm not making it to the best bet or anything, but I'll take the Giants. I am making it a best bet. Giants plus 14. Giants, I figure they do rest some starters, but they still will play to win on game day. And they have a very good coach in Brian Dayball who, who knows how to compete in these games anyway with with limit, with not as good talent as some of the other teams he's played. And Tyrod Taylor is a capable veteran backup. He might be better than Minshew if we do get Minshew in this game. So I might get the best, better quarterback in the game plus 14. Alternative is to play Jalen Hurts, which it seems like it's a possibility, but he's well below 100%. And that makes it hard to cover a big number when, when your, your quarterback is playing well less than 100%. And three of the last four winning teams that were 10 plus point underdogs in the final week covered. Um, so Giants, win, a winning team, um, but a huge underdog because of the circumstances. That's not a huge trend or anything, but it just says don't write off a team in a situation that has a winning record just because that they're playing, you know, that, that they might rest some starters. Giant, And then the Giants talk about, well, will they even rest starters? Giants once won the Super Bowl famously as a wild card after not resting starters against the 15-0 and 0 Pats. So um, if there's any organizational thing from, from the top that might say, well, that's we, we love that situation. Let's do that again. Um, I don't know if any of that gets put on on day ball, but um, it just seems like there's very few situations when you look at all the situations that could happen in this game where I would like having the Eagles minus 14 and then several I would love having the Giants. So I'm going to make Giants plus 14 a best bet. Don't blame you. Um, it's hard. It's hard to, I mean, 14 is a ton of points. We've seen a lot of times in these spots where the team that is supposed to lay down and do nothing is, you know, the, the motivated team that needs to win, um, you know, has a hard time covering. 14 is a lot of points. Like, eh, I don't blame you. Not a best bet for me, uh, but I would lean towards the Giants as well. Vikings at the Bears. Bears minus seven and a half over under 43, Pete. Look, the Bears are, you know, the Bears not the Vikings are minus seven and a half at the, sorry. Yeah, the Bears are starting Nathan yeah, Peterman. I mean, that's that's not good. Uh, their defense has been terrible. That's not good. Uh, the Vikings are coming off a horrible loss, so I think they get refocused here. 
And I think that they play better on offense and show up in a big way. So I'll lay the seven and a half. I don't love it. It's not a best bet, but I would take the Vikings minus the seven and a half. Vikings probably stuck at the three seed, though. Um, incentive to go in the playoffs on a positive note after that ugly game last week. Um, I don't know that we can still trust the starters to play a full game and risk injury going into ne- next week. So um, I think they might do some resting in the second half, and I wouldn't want to lay this many points with a team that hasn't been that good on the whole on going on the road, even against a team that's not motivated line went up from minus one to minus eight with Peterman announced a starter. Um, so, I mean, I might look to the over, I still think the Minnesota defense uh, with how it's played could give up some points to Peterman. Um, but there's also potential for Peterman turnovers. If he plays very poorly, giving short field to the Vikings um, to help them cover an over. So if I'm going to play this game, it would look to the over. Here's the other thing. If do you want the two seed? Would you rather play? The, would you rather be the three seed? Would you rather play the Giants or would you rather play the Packers if they get in? Um, I'd rather play the Giants. Yeah, yeah. So you'd rather be the two, the three seed. You'd rather be. You'd rather be the three seed. Yeah, and then go on the road to San Francisco. The only problem is you'd have to play. Yeah. You'd have to play your second game on the road. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they've had a solid home field advantage in their history. Um, in that that stadium, I would want to play as many yeah. games as possible. Minnesota would rather be the two. They'd rather have the two seed than. I yeah. just worry about like because you can't really control who's coming in. You know, you don't know who's going to get the like. You might get the two seed, and then you get the Lions at home, which I think you you know, you yeah, yeah I mean, or the Seahawks. Like I yeah. Well, to be Seattle. Okay, you get the two seed, you get Seattle, Green Bay, or or the Lions. Or I'd rather take my chances seed. with – I'd rather max out my home field advantage and take my chances that I get an easier matchup than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Is, the point really, to win up, is the point to win a playoff game or to win the Super Bowl? This is, this yeah. is a question. Yeah. Super Bowl. Well, I don't think that team's winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> anyway. Well, of course not. But, I mean, would they be the worst team to ever won a Super Bowl that we've seen? Uh, I'd say probably not. Yeah. Who's, not the that offense. Who's the worst team to win a Super Bowl? I mean, the, one of the I think the second Giants time they were, had a negative point differential, so it wasn't nineteen, but it was like negative two or three. So. Oh yeah, I guess the team was negative nineteen. We shouldn't crap on the Vikings. We do that enough on this podcast, apparently. Anyway, uh, Bucks at the Falcons. Falcons minus four over under a forty. Buccaneers are locked into the four seed. A lot of fours. Numerical correlation here. Uh, Pete, thoughts. I mean, it's whatever. This well, how they? How are the Bucks playing it? They don't even. They haven't even really. He says he's playing guys, but how long are they going to play? And you, you can't, I would like, can't put Tom Brady out there and have him like get hit. The line tells you they're not going to play very long. I mean, they wouldn't. That's what be it four says. Point dogs. That's what it says. But you never know. And here's the other thing: they showed something last week. Do they want to keep rolling on that a little bit and then get them out? I mean, how do you? It's hard to evaluate this game. So I would probably, if I had to, I'd probably take the Falcons. But I don't. I'm not. Picking one way or the other is the best bet. Yeah, Tampa Bay's offense finally came alive against the Panthers defense down J.C. Horn. Um, if they're going to be playing the backups the majority of this game, I don't know that I trust the Tampa Bay coaching staff to mastermind a win, especially if Brady's not out there. Um, Atlanta's offensive looking, looking, rookies looking to finish strong. Um, Ritter trying to stay in the quarterback mix going into next year. Atlanta can match last year's 7-10 record after moving on from their franchise quarterback of, of however many years. I think that'd be a very big accomplishment for them. But the problem with this game is teams with losing records favored against playoff teams in the 16th game or later, which typically is the last game of the season up in, and there haven't been any situations where you include last year, this year, this situation, it's obviously playoff teams sitting players. Uh, those teams with those losing records are eight and 16 against the spread all time. They wow. just don't cover the numbers when people expect they, them to do it. So, which t- tends to say 
the, you can't bench everyone if you're going to rest starters. You know, you only have 53 players. So how, how are you going to bench everyone? And um, and the backups and the coaching staff is going to carry some of these games. So I would lean to the Bucks at plus four. Um, but if we get a sense that it, Brady's not not going to play at all or maybe one series and the line goes up, I would think I would really like the Bucks. You would like the Falcons, you mean? No, the Bucks. Or the Bucks. Because the situation of losing teams and not covering most of the time against uh, playoff teams in this last week. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I got nothing on this one. Um, I mean, look, I guess the, uh, I don't know. If, if Brady's play, if they play Brady, I'll take the four points. If not, I mean, they'll, again, the line probably tells you uh, what the situation is. Texans at the Colts. Colts minus two and a half over under 38. The Texans can clinch. By the way, it looks like it's going to move to three. Texans can clinch the number one seed here, Pete, uh, with a, a loss. However, Lovey Smith may be inclined to say, F you, boss man. You fire me anyway. I'm out of here. Well, and the Colts, they've cheated us out of another opportunity to see the greatest accident in the history of mankind. I mean, that Nick Poland, please, I wanted to see him again. He's not playing. I wanted to see, he's the worst. He, it's the greatest accident of all time, him winning a Super Bowl. Oh, Nick Foles. And yeah. last week, yeah, last week, bad, then got hit, out, and get Sam Ellinger back. But I think the Colts are going to win this game because I don't think the Texans, A, they, they prefer to lose. I don't care. You can't tell players to lose the game, but the organization prefers to lose. Um, they're not going to. I mean, they go, they're going to get a quarterback. If the Bears have the number one number one pick, they're not taking a quarterback, but that would open it up to somebody to go up to get the quarterback. And so, I think they want to ensure they have their pick of the quarterbacks. Um, I, I think the Colts win and cover. Yeah, I can't lay points with the Colts with this Colts <laughs> team that we've seen the last last several weeks, most of the season actually. So, but I don't want to play the Houston either, even though they competed hard down the stretch and they got blown out last week. And they, you're right, they they should um, they, they it would be best for them to lose this game. Um, so I I think pressure is on Jeff Saturday to win his final game for any shot at staying coach at this point. Yeah, but I don't think he he's going to be the guy anyway. Uh, but Sam Allen, Kevin Thibodeau, doesn't even know who he is. Sam Ellinger, and that, that's dumb on to- Thibodeau's sense. To Saturday's on way more as an NFL player than Thibodeau has at this point. Um, but how can Ellinger be laying points even at home? I, I couldn't do it. So it looks like a good teaser leg at plus two and a half, but you can't bad, tease bad teams either because what if Houston just doesn't show up and 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 Indy has Ellinger throw 10 passes and wins the game by 10 anyway. So I'm I'm just going to pass on it. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a week 18 special where you you were, you were trying you were gambling on motivation and unless you know for sure what lovey smith is going to do with this like if because i don't think lovey lovey's not going to tank the game but the coaches might if the coaches might be more motivated it might be better like these you know it's you can't you can't you just can't bet on it um if you have to pick it i'd, I'd go cold I'd, I'd take the colts if i had to pick it but that's 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 it, it. cardinals at the 49ers niners minus 14 and a half oh sorry i skipped over the bills we'll do bills whatever bills minus seven hosting the patriots over under 42 and a half. How do you, how do you handicap this game? With, with I, I, what, you know, we have no idea how they are as a team. You have no idea what they are. As, if, as right, so if the, if the bills since game is called no contest, can Buffalo, 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 well, Buffalo will know if they can get the one seed or not coming into this game. Correct. Correct. Because if the chiefs win, the chiefs will clinch the one seed. Correct. Right. That's what I mean. How can you handicap this game? We also don't know the mental state of the team as a team after what they're dealing with all week. So I, I think the game, but I don't I don't know if they cover seven points. So it's a hard game to pick on cast. Yeah, in a perfect situation, I make a brutal. 
in a perfect situation, I make the Bills minus eleven. If if we didn't have any concern about mental state or motivation for for seeds, whatever, just based on power ratings and home field, I would make it Bills minus eleven. But you can't play them at seven, thinking the line should be eleven because you just don't know the situation around the game. Like you're saying, Buffalo won twenty four ten at Foxborough beginning of December, won that game pretty decisively. I think this is a bad matchup for New England if Buffalo is on top of their game and motivated. So we'll see how how the situation looks on Sunday morning, and then maybe play the Bills at that point or the you know if, if the bills don't have a reason to win the game the the Bengals game gets canceled the chiefs win this line's going to crash anyway and we're not going to be looking really to play the bills i don't think yep that's right i mean you can't you just can't you, you can't you can't if you think the chiefs are gonna, if you think if you think the game is going to be called no contest and you believe the chiefs will beat the raiders on saturday you could take new england right now at plus seven and that's not a terrible bet but you're also betting against you just you you're you're sort of you're also betting against like the Bills, who may may want to come out and like prove something, may want to get on the field and like you know play a game before they have to play a playoff game. You know, um, you know these right. guys went through a pretty traumatic event, and they they you know they we don't we don't we just don't know what the hell is going to happen because they may they may say look I don't we don't want to be on the field we don't want to play we need another week off. You also may say look we still want to win a Super Bowl. You know, Tamar Hamlin is, is 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 up is responsive. He looks like he's doing much better. We know all that. I Maybe. think if they said, I think if they said that they were going to say they weren't going to play this week, they would have done it after before Wednesday practice. Because yeah, once you practice on Wednesday, I think you're committed to playing the week. Yeah, I think that's probably true. So the move here would be then to, if they do declare that they're not playing the Bengals game, to play a parlay, a money line parlay between the Chiefs and the Patriots, because you're going to get better value on the Patriots at plus seven, if you can lock that in um, before, before it moves. Um, and it, presumably it wouldn't move until we know the Chiefs results. So you could play that or you could play the Raiders par- money line parlay with the Bills, you know, those type of things. Um, so you'll you'll get a better sense of correlating what happens in that Chiefs game with the Patriots-Bills game and make your plays that way. Yep, that works. All right, uh, final game, Cardinals at the 49ers. Niners minus 14 and a half for our purposes, now down to 14 on Caesars, over under a 40 and a half. Um, who's starting for the Cardinals in this game? David Blau. David Blau! Who actually played okay last week. I love David Blau! Because they yell that um, I'll take the Niners. I, I mean, I hate 14, but their their defense is going to come out. Just, they got embarrassed. They were bad last week. And I, I they're not a bad defense. They just had a bad day. All over the Cardinals who were playing for nothing. I'll take I'll lay take the 49ers minus the 14. I don't love it. Big number, but I would lean that way. Yeah, I would like I would have liked to play Arizona's team total under based on what you're saying. Um it was 12 and a half. I wanted it to be 13 and a half, 12 and a half is just a little too low for me. Um Arizona's offense wasn't bad versus Atlanta. Now Connor's banged up. Um, so we'll see if San Francisco's defense bounces back. I expect them to McCaffrey was dinged up in that game. How much does he play here? Um, San Francisco gunning for the number one seed, Arizona heading into the offseason to change. I don't think there's any way you back Arizona, really. I think they have trouble scoring. But San Francisco could go conservative in second half, sit McCaffrey a bit, and that would keep the, the total game under. So I would lean to the under at 40 and a half. And if you can get Arizona team total at 13 and a half at some point, I would play that under. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I would lean towards the 49ers because, but but yeah, I mean, they're, they're still motivated to go try and get that two seed as well. You know, like, you know, um, or even, can they steal the one seed if Philly loses? Yeah. 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 yeah they're going out. Yeah. They're going to come out and play. So I would lean towards the 49ers. Um, RJ is probably on something with that under. You could see them run a ton. You could see a lot of Tyrion Davis price too if they get a big lead. All right. Pete's best bets. You got a few games left. Oh, do we have, did I, did I just miss games? Rams, Seahawks. Oh, my God. I Minus completely six, missed games. What happened? What is wrong with me? 
Rams, Seahawks. I would I'd take the Seahawks and lay the points. It's minus six and a half. To, totals 41 and a half. And you like the Seahawks? Ram, where's, Rams are motivated for nothing. Oh, yeah. There's I, three I'd games take, left. I'm sorry. I take yeah. the Seahawks. We're just going really slow today. That's all, Brent. <laughs> You're slow today. It's the cold. I mean, usually the cold meds get me going, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, uh, it's almost two o'clock. Let's go. It's we're, not we're under to... an hour and 52 minutes. Relax. It's now yeah. down to six. Um, I was leaning toward the Rams anyway, plus six and a half at six. It looks like that's what kind of where the market's moving. Rams solid offense, offensively in the first half against the Chargers. Their defense could not get any stops. Seattle's offense hadn't been playing too well before last week. We'll see if they're fully back there. Their defense suffered a big loss with Jordan Brooks's injury, and that's something the Rams might be able to exploit with the run game getting going um, in recent weeks. I don't like laying a bunch of points with Seattle really ever, and I don't see the Rams quitting, so I would be on the Rams side here. And another correlation thing, which we'll talk about in the Lions-Packers game a little bit with this game. Yeah, I mean, I'll take the Rams, sure, whatever. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think Baker Mayfield looks pretty, pretty good for them. And the Seahawks, Seahawks have not been the same without Tyler Lockett. If he came, if he came back, I think Gino would uh, would have a big game. But um, Rams have been fighting despite that. Uh, six seems like a bit much for a Seahawks team that doesn't have much on the, in, from a defensive standpoint. Chargers at the Broncos. Broncos minus two, down to one and a half. Over under forty, Pete. Look, the Chargers, the number says the Chargers aren't playing, guys. That's what that number says. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, and Justin Herbert got added to the injury report, too, I believe, on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I would imagine they're, they're going to they're gonna rest guys. And so I think that's why that number reflects it. I, I think the, I like the Broncos at the game. I, I would take the Broncos minus that little short number. Yeah, this, this was Chargers minus three, and then the NFL announced, because if you remember when they announced the Week 18 schedule, they put that Ravens-Bengals game as a to-be-determined, uh, you know, but based on what happened in, in the Bills-Bengals game. And then, of course, the Bills-Bengals game, now we still don't even know what's going to happen. So they had to make a decision when to play that game, and, and they flipped a coin, I guess, and decided 1 o'clock. And that affects the Chargers here, because if the Ravens lose to the Bengals, which was what kind of people expect, then the Chargers are locked into the five seed and can't move, and they can rest everybody. So that's kind of why this line, um, people hammered the Broncos after that that announcement came out and now it's all that got all the way down to minus two it's back to one and a half now um Denver played tough after the coach firing we'll see if they show up here um I know Russ probably wants to close the season on a positive note yep. the play here is another correlated play you money line parlay the Baltimore and then the Chargers because if Baltimore wins then the Chargers show up you get that around probably plus 650 or the more likely scenario you money line parlay Cincinnati and Denver if Cincinnati wins then the Chargers rest everyone and then you can get that I think around plus 130 so um that would be the play to make there yeah, and look, Brandon Staley has been in his entire tenure as, as Chargers coach a huge rest guy. Like he doesn't play anybody in the preseason at all. And if you're if you're looking at it, you're like, all right, you know, we'd we'd rather be the five seed than the six seed, obviously. But at the same time, we'd like to get this. We could get a week of rest before the postseason, and you can. Well, get you're not going to get a week of rest. You're going to get because you're going to play on Saturday. Because I think no matter who it is, if it's Tennessee or Jacksonville, oh, yeah, they're yeah. going to be the first game. So they'll play right. So, but if you think you're going to so be the Saturday game, game. Yeah, I would, I, rest, yeah, I think I would probably lean towards Denver here and expect some rest. Sunday Night Football, the NFL has cast aside competitive balance in the favor in favor of ratings to uh, to push the, the Lions. The Seahawks, understandably, are pissed because they think the Lions and the Packers should be playing at the same time as they are. They should be, but the NFL likes ratings. They like Aaron Rodgers. They want him in the or, playoffs. Or Jacksonville could be playing in that spot since they, they would have yeah, why not? Titans had the extra days. Yep. Why not flip them to Saturday and night and Sunday? You still get the Packers-Lions on Saturday night, and then they're both trying hard, and Seattle has to try hard anyway. Right. So, I mean, it's because right. the NFL wants ratings. It's, it's all. They, 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 it's, it's BS. It's really – like it shouldn't – I guess it shouldn't bother – I shouldn't be surprised, but 
and not like I mean, it's just it's just like so typical of them because like they the integrity of the game. It's not them; it's the network. The networks makes the decision. Right. As somebody on radio asked me yesterday, if like they were like, "What would CBS pick if they had the choice?" I was like, "Well, Rogers, obviously." Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to take Rogers here. Uh, yeah. I think I just think I'm not going to make it the best bet, but I think he's going to. He's got that little look in his eye. The team is playing better. They're getting special teams plays. They're getting big plays on defense. They still have run defense issues, but they're healthy on the offensive line. You know, you Bakhtiari's back. Jenkins is playing left guard again where he should be playing. They're healthy on the offensive line. I think that matters. I'll take the Packers minus the points. They're playing a good Detroit defensive line that we've seen. They've been solid throughout the season, and I like the Detroit offensive line against the, the Packers front too. Even with Green Bay's elite home field advantage, this line saying Green Bay is better than Detroit. I'm not so sure they are. Um, that Minnesota game notwithstanding, it turned on an improbable goal line stop, kickoff touchdown, interception touchdown run, and the Green Bay offense didn't have to do you know much to be ahead in that game by double digits. Uh, so I don't think Green Bay is as good as they seem coming out of that game. Green Bay did dominate the first meeting uh, between these teams in stats, but bad turnover cost them the game and those those failing to punch it in at the one yard line several times cost them that win um, I think both teams score even with Jared Goff playing outdoors I think Detroit's be able to score here so I think they could backdoor I think it's too many points for Green Bay to lay I would lean Detroit plus four and a half but then you get the motivation factor do they do they show up for this game um, 30 minutes after they get eliminated if that's the case so the correlated parlay there is Seattle's money line uh, to, against the Green Bay against the spread right now because that line's going to go up if, if Seattle wins or the Rams money line pl- against the Detroit against the spread. And I kind of like that one because I think the Rams might be have a sneaky good chance of winning that game. I love the Packers here. Packers best bet for me. Rogers. I've been riding the Packers the past few weeks. Rogers getting in the playoffs. Like he's, he's got, he cut his freaking hair. He's got the look in his eye. He's been trashing the Lions for like three weeks. He knows the only thing in between him and a playoff berth that no one thought was possible until we wrote off this whole season and called him washed and said that Devonte Adams is the reason that he had success. And now without him, he can't win. Is the, the freaking Lions at home. Here's the other thing. Two weeks ago, the Lions gave up over 300 yards rushing, and the Green Bay Packers can't run the ball. That's a little yeah. concerning. Yeah. They're going to pound the ball. They're going to pound the Lions. I feel bad because I want Dan Campbell to the playoffs too, but it ain't happening. Rogers, Best bet. That's four and a half. Um, all right. Here are the best bets. That's all the games, right? Yeah. That's all the games. Even if Pete's it was, I'd bets. say it was. What? <laughs> Even if it wasn't, I'd say it was. Yeah, unless, <laughs> unless you want to try to pick Bill's Bengals and just look like, at that smallish card under RJ's name. It's just you That's don't know a, what's going on with these games. You're hedging. You're hedging. I am not you're, hedging. You're, you're, you're sandbagging. Billy, you can fill my name. As, as, I, I got him in there. You see? Oh, yeah. Nice job. Wait, Billy. I got one more. Oh, yeah. Four. That's four. Pete has the Saints minus three and a half, the Jaguars minus six, two teasers. Browns plus eight and a half. Cowboys minus one. Dolphins plus seven. Bengals minus one. Chiefs Raiders over 52 and a half on Saturday. RJ, just three bets. Raiders plus nine and a half. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Giants plus 14. And then I have four bets. Jaguars minus six. Steelers minus two and a half. Commanders plus seven. The Zeke special. And the Packers minus four and a half. Isn't there a revenge angle that I'm missing? There's a big revenge angle that I'm missing. I can't remember what it is. Oh, well. Revenge game is hot right now. I mean, it's the second divisional game of for every single matchup. So it's everybody's getting revenge. revenge on that's right. Somebody's out for yeah. revenge. I'll tell you that much. There's a murder mystery taking place. Okay. That'll do it for us. Week 18. We'll be back for the playoffs, of course, to give you best bets. Awesome work this season. You guys are guaranteed to finish above 500, right? Yeah. And I think my record, I'm actually, I'm actually one game yeah. behind below 500. So let's see. We're not picking the playoffs. We're not picking the playoffs. 
Is that what you just said? Well, we we'll can, probably just so reset. We can still go below. We can still go below 500. No, we'll reset for the playoffs. No. Play yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember last year when you were chasing me and you're like, we're resetting for the playoffs. Now you're like, no, we don't reset for the playoffs. <laughs> What's good for me? It's good for me. Well, if I would have known RJ was only going to pick three games, I might have picked more. Well, I've, I've picked one more than you on the season up to this point, and you picked two more than me this week. So now you've picked one more than me. Congratulations. You're doing a fantastic job picking way more games this year. <laughs> but, I, but last week last week we were even, and you picked a bunch of games, and this week you only picked three. So uh, It's a hard week to find games to pick. It is a tough week. Yeah. This is a, I just did it for the purposes of the show. I mean, you guys – you don't pick any game. Pick some damn yeah. games, RJ. You're, you're teasing stuff, and you just, I just can't be confident in teasers this week. I didn't even put out it. Was your teasers about two weeks ago? You were at the teaser game. Yeah, but it's the you just have motivation. I can't tease the Texans up through eight and a half to eight and a half because who knows if they show up? It's just these teams. You just don't know who shows up. Even the Browns. Like you're teasing the I'm Browns. I'm gonna put the whammy on your games. You're going zero and three this week. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> All right, that'll that'll do, nice little, nice little voodoo curse. The only thing is, I like the Giants this week. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Pete, for RJ, I'm Brenton. We'll see you guys later. Later. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 